Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This episode of Zane's World is brought to you free today by TrueCar and Pluto TV. You'll hear more about them in a bit, but for now, enjoy the show. Hop on a boat, a car, a train, a plane, it's time to go around the world with Zane. This is, uh, hi, Zane Lamper here with Mel, my wife Mel in the studio, and Steve via Skype, I guess, but uh, via remote, whatever, from Philadelphia. Hi, Steve, how you doing? What's going on? I'm good. How you doing? You buddy? don't look so hot, my friend. What's going on? Yeah, I don't feel so hot. I'm a little under the weather. Yeah. What What are your symptoms? That's great. Here's Here's the interesting thing. Now we did. did you we just we come we, off? yeah I did yeah, I did I, I decided I didn't care. Um, you, you just you just you just generally feel like crap, right, Steve? At that yes. I wish to get that yep. you get to see him, and I don't. Oh yeah, get to yeah. Get You're to. not missing much. Man. I can throw it up on the big screen here, but I don't think that's something you want to see. Right now, it's all uh, silhouetted, like backlit. Mm-hmm. Steve's in a. It is in a closet. Uh, Steve's in the closet in Philly in his house. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna have to move this. Can I just put it in a regular room? You I think c- your right. room yeah. is too comfortable, big. and you gotta kind of like where you're doing it. I don't really like coming down here anymore. Yeah, he he, uh, he, he you're in your basement in a closet in what what, what is that? What's that stuff that's like packing like Harry Potter? But it's like packing so moving blankets. Stuff, moving blankets. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Steve was not on our show in in uh, our two episodes when we were in Hawaii, uh, working oh, on that's why he's something he's like pouting or something. Oh, I see. I see. It's self induced. <laughs> uh, working on something amazing with with Garrett Marrero out out at Maui Brewing, and also I wanted to point out we went and had dinner. Steve, you remember this? I guess this guy Mark Elman. At uh, Honu, he also mm-hmm. used to own oh, Mala, so, so that. Mm-hmm. And we sat down, and he, uh, what was the uh, the wine he brought out? The Camus. Camus? Mm-hmm. And did you look at the value of that? By Love the way? Camus. No, but he figured Steve would know. So yeah, Steve, it's a bottle of Camus, twenty sixteen. Oh God, that's a five hundred dollar bottle. I think yeah, at a restaurant it was impressive. So we sat down. He sat, had dinner with us, and just bought us drinks and food. And and it's it is our it's our favorite restaurant. In in Maui, uh, oh, it was mine it, too. It was amazing, and then we sat down with uh with that's the one right on the water, right? It's right on the water. It is yeah, just oh stunning. If you go to Maui, like literally, it, you sit on the edge. Of but the here's water. the catch: it's not in Lahaina and it's not in Kanapali. And so, if you don't know that it's there, you probably would would drive by it and not realize what it is. Honu, H O N U, on the wall, deck right over the ocean, amazing. Um, no, no, that's Home Mala. No, 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 on the ocean. No, no, no. Mala was a little rundown. Honu is brand new, and that's where we had. Oh, that's right. We had our wedding dinner there, and that's right. You you weren't there, Steve. Yeah, I missed it. But the next wedding, your next yeah, wedding, and there. my next wedding, we are there for each other, brother. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of our promises <laughs> to each other. <laughs> Four <laughs> weddings, no attendance. Um, so so uh, anyway, and then we sat down with uh, Chef. Uh, well, now uh, the beverage director of the Westin, Jonathan Lee, uh, at their seaside or oceanside restaurant, and it was. Amazing, and we were like the the Sumitra, who's like the head publicist at uh, at the Westin, set us up and said, "Oh, you should have dinner with the, with with Jonathan Lee." We're like, "All right, it's gonna be this, you know." I guess he's a little Chinese guy. He doesn't have to be little, but I thought it was Chinese. Come to find out, it was more like the the Southern Lee, as in like Robert E. Lee, as opposed to the the Asian Lees. Anyway, white guy, whatever. Who, who cares? But we so we sat down, and he was hilarious, and we closed that place. Uh, that he's restaurant. He's traveled more than Zane. He's been to like ninety something countries or a hundred. Like he is gone to every country you could possibly name multiple times. Yeah, and has stories to tell. And, about and his them. yeah, and 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 anyway. So then we went and closed down Monkey Pod, which is right in uh, Kanapali there. You know Monkey oh Pod? Oh my goodness! You guys were on tour. Yeah, it was. Well, it was amazing. We, did, so, we met up with a lot of people. Two two amazing. Um, uh, dinners but you know every night was something and we had so many friends there that it turned I, we went and and hung out with uh zane schweitzer we hung out with with don john and, and john don don and charlie don and charlie your cat friends at the andas you're were, like who were they from there or were they also the, visiting you know they so ha- most of them were visiting my agent happened to be there from yeah, WMA. it was so saying, weird steve it was like every single day we were in hawaii we met up with somebody it was the craziest thing and uh, a couple, uh, we met a couple, they were staying on the other side of the island, but um, her name's Dawn, and she has helped me in the past with the cats. And she Jeez, brought Zane all popular. these crazy beers, 
And she brought him one beer that, well, her and her husband, brought one beer that you can only get on Black Friday. And they only make a oh my certain God, amount. I should, oh, my God. I'm going to have that tonight. No, you should save it for Steve. Oh, my God. I'm going to save it for Steve. <laughs> no, you're not. But there's <laughs> like, to New Orleans. There's like three or four different beers that you can't get out of the state. That yeah, they brought, which is fun. really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was yeah, it was, they were and they brought chocolate. So, Steve, you brought up New Orleans, and, yes. and I, I need a hard commitment from you. So, we're basically <laughs> sorry. I need a hard, a little, hard uh, commitment. Never mind, Steve, Steve, okay, Steve, I'll give I need, you a commitment. Steve, I need something hard from you. It's um, not gonna be that hard. Well, wait, no, you have to say yes. No, I, I, I think he's talking about the. I think he's talking about the double entendre. Okay. So, so Steve, we are going. Yes, we're going to Tales of the Cocktail this year, this summer. Super excited! It's like the first time you've ever asked me to come along. Every year, I'm like, "Why don't you Is invite me?" You're like, well, because well, we probably didn't know if you could handle it. <laughs> we don't. Know, we like didn't know that. if we could handle you. Remember the last time we went there, Steve? Was it? We, I was trying to drink uh, a pint of absinthe at the old absinthe house, and you stopped me. Like Steve McKenna stopped me. The whole it, the yeah. whole thing's just it's it's trust me it was more awkward for me bro. <laughs> <laughs> so all right so so Zane took out, tried to take all that money out of the ATM the, and it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I don't no I don't remember so that's even better. Um, we uh, so we'll be there from we're getting there Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday no, no, Saturday you said Sunday. Wednesday. Well, Steve's gonna get in. Steve's gonna get in. Thursday, we're flying out Tuesday Thirsty night, so we can Thursday. so we can oh, shoot right. on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That, that oh, much from these cats? Oh, stop it! Oh my God, they'll be fine. They'll Just get a cat sitter. They'll sleep. We do. We Erica, do have Erica to get will be one, here, but Erica's oh. gonna probably stay at the house. You guys are so, gonna like and leave, hopefully, you know, once she hears that we're all going with Steve, There's, she's oh, gonna throw a shit fit. I want to go. So, so we'll be there, Steve. You're, you're I'll, I'll be down there uh, also with Drink TV shooting uh, four episodes of Nightcap, and you're gonna be one of my. You're gonna be my guest. Maybe you'll be two my guests. We'll make two episodes. Dude, I'm gonna be on every goddamn episode if I'm going down there. Oh my god! In the background, I'm so excited about Steve going. I could probably cry. It's funny because I'm. Excited about your twin sister going? <laughs> Is she going? Yeah, I sold. I Shake sold her. Girl. I you, sold she, her she committed? on Steve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I talked to her today, and I was like, I wasn't sure if I was going to tell you. I didn't know if it would sway how you feel or anything. But Steve's going. She's like, uh, shut the fuck up. Dude. I was on Bert Kreischer's podcast. I think we recorded yesterday, and he was saying to me, he's like, Hey, like, how do you get so much work done? How do you balance all the the things that you do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, Do you like, like something about like, you know, am I am, am I like just because I'm super nice and da da da, or am I? Or am I like a dick? And I was like, I don't know. Because like, you're sitting... Well, my sister did say, she said, hey, so I know that Zane mentioned that he has to work. And I've been in situations working with him before. Is he Mm going to be dick Zane? Or (gasps) is he going to be super fun? Stop it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or are you going to be dandy stick fun Zane? No. She said last time she had dandy stick fun Zane. And you were so fun. And you had... She said, I had more fun with Zane than you, and he has so many great things to say, and I'm rolling my eyes, and he just wants to do fun things and say silly things, but is he not going to be like that because he's working? And oh, so I see. I had to say, no, he's only, I mean, I just threw a bunch, no, of, no, but it's I true. Threw a bunch of lies out. <laughs> listen, as, 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 and this is just one of those things we won't go into. If you listen to my interview with Todd Garner, and Todd Garner's, uh, he's a, a big-time producer here in uh in, in Hollywood, if if you listen to his show, we kind of go into that whole thing, but like talk about like pr- production mode. It's just I can't help it when I'm if I, as a producer, and you understand this as well, Mel. I know. Get, getting, now I think I'm a dick when I'm producing. Like too. you, you, you just it's oh, just you're, you're just all about business, and like yeah. I'm sorry because like we because we even shot like the Kickstarter video and all that, and it was just a lot of moving pieces and people and all that kind of stuff. And Erica's like, "Are you not having a good time? Like you just seem so like stressed out." I'm like. So th- this is all I can do. And yeah. we're gonna, we're losing daylight. All I can do yeah. is just focus on whatever. So I don't know. I guess it's my little realization. You know what? It's just the way you think. Like even at three sheets, when you had a whole production crew and you had producers and you had everyone, you know, that was doing a lot of stuff, to, a lot of support around you. You were still focused, and you know, because if you're gonna do not as much 10, 15 stops in, I mean, not as much. Days, no, I was you gotta, having you got to keep it together. I was having more fun with three sheets and drinking made easy was just tough because I was a producer, and the worst one for me was chug the hardest one for me was chug because it was international and i was really doing a lot of the producing and felt that i needed to do it and it was it was a stressful experience and it just yeah it just wasn't as fun as it could be but well, for, you know but, what you're gonna have fun in new orleans you're gonna look oh back no, no, relax i'm, I'm well, shooting i'm not producing people want to see anyway 
I'm shooting episodes in Nightcap. I'm shooting one a day for an hour, and then I'm going to go get loose. So forget it. I'm not going to be work saying. I have a question with my hands Yeah, up. put it up. So are you going to be like a dick from like morning till noon? Or no? no. Keeping that in mind, I'm going to try to not to be. Can I get this in writing? Yeah, I'll put it in writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll sign it to be mean to times. You're not going to be mean to Steve. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say eleven to one is like prime dick time. All and right, then, but Mel, you know, okay, in the morning, okay, fine, you're kind of reserved. Fine. But, but okay. the one, you're like, there's, oh, shit, there's a little caveat, and I, caveat? I promise I'll be 100 percent not dick zing. Will you during the hour of the shoot just be there and be present and just be alert if something needs to be done, and then you're done. An hour, hour a day. Which hour of the day? Oh, eleven God. until noon. I can change it. Eleven on t- Mel too. It's eleven until noon. The only reason is because I know some bars open at noon. I can push it eleven thirty to twelve thirty. It's all going to depend on the night before. I mean, mm-hmm. the guests we, the guests we have are going to be you know drunkards anyway. Night, yeah, yeah. Gonna, yeah you know what? I'm going to have Geo show up there with a five gallon pail of Vagisil for you. Is it going to be weird when like we're walking to set every morning and I'm like let's just swing in here and get those uh irish coffees no i mean the only catch is that chris from drink tv isn't going to be there and he's more of like the super organized guy we'll figure it out we're gonna figure it out so yes i understood and i will i will send an email to all of you you know what i'm gonna do what what do they call like an an open an open letter i'm gonna write an open letter to you guys Uh i want to post it on instagram a letter people can read where i promise not to be a a, dick a dick It's so good. Uh, but when we're shooting and stuff, do you need uh, me in the background and Jess in the background? Maybe, or, but you know what? I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna let them worry about it. Jared's the, I'm okay. gonna let Jared worry about it. So fine, it's Jared's yeah, and Dinky's gonna do that. Take your advice. Don't worry about everything. Yeah, whatever, he, whatever you just said. Oh, wait, it broke up because it's funny. He's like, he's like, listen, listen. The, the best thing I could ever say is. So, so everybody just got a half hour discussion about us not being dicks in New Orleans. No, we got it. We got it. We got it. And, and, and some of the people listening are probably going to be there, so that's fantastic. Listen, uh, before we go into uh, this um, interview with this amazing guy, Trent Shelton, um, real quick, uh, Drink TV on on six six on June six becomes free. So oh, wow. if you subscribe for two ninety nine a month or or nineteen ninety nine a year if you use the coupon code Zane, which by the way is still active, on six six, if you didn't get that, you can watch it with ads. Like okay. regular TV, but if you pay the subscription, then you watch it ad free. So I think that's mm. gonna be I think that's I mean the the network is going amazing. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 blowing up. We're talking we're already talking about maybe in four sheets shooting not six episodes, but twelve in season two, oh which will God. start at the end of the summer. Um, and awesome. and Nightcap, which will de- which will debut soon. They've been working hard just getting it so it can be free on like Apple, Roku, um, Sling, uh, the website like you know DrinkTV.com, the app, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be free Netflix. for everybody. So no one has a reason to not watch it. No, Steve, not Netflix, because Netflix is a is not a platform. But it doesn't matter. Hey, it's fine. Listen, I'm not here for the pertinent information, bro. <laughs> he just throws out Netflix like a weirdo. He's not, he's not he's what like, you call Net- a detail man. Yeah, he's like, Netflix, General Electric, Ford. What are you talking about, weirdo? You're just naming companies? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, so check out this interview uh, with, with me and Trent Shelton. I knew that this interview was going to be tough. I just knew it was me tough. I the same day that I interviewed Trent Shelton, I also interviewed Todd Garner, which is an episode coming up in in, in a few weeks. Who is a big time Hollywood producer? Spoiler um, alert! No, what I mean, like produce like very tag and like to interview. They are, but they're both they're both intimidating to me. Uh-huh. Trent, Trent is like Trent is just like. Nice he's he's so no, okay. Big easy dude. Mel, easy Mel. He's a big dude. He's mm-hmm. nice. He's handsome. He's smart. He he played football and managed to like manage like an an A GPA. Like mm-hmm. you know, he, he's just he was just brought up well, mm-hmm. um, and 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 you know, not an easy childhood, mm-hmm. but made him into the, an amazing man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just has a great outlook. What's, what's his social media? I, I, I think I talked about Trent it. In the episode. Yeah. Trent Sheldon. He has like on Instagram, oh, like, he's yeah. like 1.6 million on Instagram. And then on Facebook, I think it's like 10 million. Oh, and, yeah. and what he puts out there is are, are like amazing videos 
uh, and photos and st- just just stuff to like have you just check yourself a little bit. Not like in, in, in intense stuff, but like you watch one of his videos. Big I motivator. Thought, yeah, I saw Mel. I saw you watch one of his videos, and it's yeah. like you don't want to well, stop, right? One of them, I was like, it's something I've been telling you for the longest time because you're always saying that I was wrong, but I, I don't wow. want to quote him wrong. What's happening? But he says, <laughs> wow. it, basically, he says, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick when you take your friends to New Orleans. <laughs> He says, um, don't be afraid to get rid of toxic people, even if they're relatives. Honey, he can hear you. (laughs) I can hear you. Oh, my God. I know. I know of the many people you're talking about. But I'm talking about like, and and he says, especially family members. Just because they're related to you doesn't mean they're toxic. They're not toxic. My mom mom probably listens to this podcast. She does not listen to this podcast. (laughs) You're talking about my mom. No. I think we're all toxic in our own ways. We are. All right, listen. So so don't take it from us. Take it from Trent. This is our interview right now with Trent Shelton. We here at Zane's World have a favorite four-letter word, free. And it just happens that free perfectly describes our favorite streaming service, Pluto TV. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand. There's even options for news, music, stand-up comedy. It's all there, except Steve's stand-up comedy because it wasn't that good. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch all your favorite programming. It's the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. And the best part is you can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. Get more info at Pluto.tv. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! The internet has changed, so should the way you bank. PNC Virtual Wallet for Digital Banking. It's time for a change. Now through December 31st, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit and make 10 qualifying purchases with a PNC Visa debit card. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash earn offer. PNC Bank. Make today the day. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa International Service Association and is used under license. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Check out the hit podcast based on the Emmy-nominated A&E series Cold Case Files on Podcast One. Listen to powerful stories of crimes almost forgotten by the passage of time with interviews of the people involved as investigators shine a new light on these cases and bring those responsible to justice. Rate, subscribe, and download new episodes of Cold Case Files every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and PodcastOne.com. Also remember to rate and review. We always appreciate your feedback. Let's give it up for True Car for supporting beep, beep. Th- this episode of Zane's World. Every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you attempted to park anywhere in Los Angeles, or the mileage you saved by taking the bus all summer while you can't put a price tag on your stories. Now with True Car, beep, beep. you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell or trade in. Just go to True Car. Beep, beep. Simply enter in your license plate number and watch your car's details pop up. Then just answer a few questions. Navigation. Moonroof. Extra drink holders. This way you know how much of a hit it's going to be so you can plan ahead. Once you finish, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. It's his world. We're all just living in it. It's time for Zane's world. I have to admit, you know, sometimes I get intimidated by my guests. So that's kind of a situation that's happened right here. Because, you know, I watched your, your videos and it, it, it kind of makes you check yourself a little bit. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, like when, I, when I have a, uh, a guest on here, I do my research. I spend an hour to two hours just sort of getting to know the person so that 
I'm not just like I've gone in interviews before where someone's like, "So what do you do?" And I'm like, yeah. "No, man, come on. You, you know, you're the guest, right? You're you're the guest on my show." So anyway, so let me let me set up who you are first. For sure. And we've done we, we did it in the in the, the pre roll for this, but Trent Shelton, you you played football uh, at Baylor. Yep. Who I I hear they are changing the the name of that college to Chip Gaines University. Do you know this? <laughs> Obviously, everybody knows yeah. who it is. I mean, that's like, have you met him before? I actually haven't, but I just ran the their half marathon like a few weeks ago okay so the silo district have marathons so i haven't met him personally and it's so funny because so people i mean i think everyone knows at this point you don't have to be watching all those home improvement shows yeah. but uh chip and joanna Gaines yeah. both went to baylor by the way both went there didn't meet there met afterwards or whatever anyway Seamus, my cat disagrees all right so then you went to play for the colts the seahawks the redskins and you know, living the dream. And I've heard your interviews, uh, you were on Fox and Friends and everything, and, yeah. and t- they were sort of talking about, and you brought up the fact that, that it's not really like a student athlete. You, your whole life had been this athlete. Right. And when, when it all got pulled away, I guess that's when you became who you are now in a way, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, not the transition wasn't that smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much lost myself. And like, that's why I'm really big. I'm talking about identities and being careful by like how, you know, you identify yourself because most of us will identify ourselves as like the title or the job that we have because that's what the world gives us. And so for me, that was my identity my whole entire life. Like I never worked a nine to five. Like it was sports, whether it was football, basketball, whatever. So when I lost that, it was tough for me because I'm like, okay, this was the pinnacle of my life. This was like the biggest dream anybody could ever accomplish, like in my eyes, right? The NFL. Sure. And so like, I'm like- From, for, from what age? I mean, like yeah, five, from five, Like since I was, yeah, yeah, I had two older brothers. So it was like, sports was like my thing since I can remember like anything, you yeah. know, it was football, it was basketball, it was baseball. And so like, that was the pinnacle for me. And so when I got there, it was kind of like, for one, it was disappointing because like once all the, the excitement wears off that you're there, like it's a business, you know what I'm saying? Like a right. nine to five thing. And, you know- From a young age. Yeah, so when you're in high school, that well, you know what your you want your path to be, and you're having to work maybe as hard or harder at at, at your athletics than other people are doing in studies and that kind of thing, like big got, time. And you got to balance both too. You know, it's like my parents. I mean, even I mean, college obviously you have to do it. You'll fell out. I mean, high school yeah. too. But my parents had a high expectation for me too. It's like if you're gonna play football, like you got to make sure, like even from an academic standpoint, like you will be able to get in school. So I was a a, you know, maybe even high B student, but mostly straight A's. Yeah. And, uh, but it's like sports, like high school, it's like fun, right? It's like just, you're out there with your friends. College, it's still fun, but the politics kind of get involved in professional. It's a business. So like, it's like more politics than anything. So most guys lose the love for the game, you know, the higher they go. And mm-hmm. that's how it was for me. So when I got there, I'm like, man, like it's not fun anymore. You know, the fun was leaving. And uh, I lost myself, got cut, obviously. I hit my rock bottom. I'm like, what do I do with my life now? Like, I don't even know if I want to do anything else anyway, Mm because like this was it for me. And uh, that led me on a journey, you know, me having my son uh, suicide from my one of my close friends, you know, woke my, woke me up and it led me to a journey of becoming who I am today. It was your roommate, right? Yeah, my college roommate. Yep. One of my closest friends. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, you know, it was... Still to this day, man, it's just surreal because, you know, I actually got a call. Like, I got the call from someone who went to our school. She was working at the coroner's office, and she called me. It was like, Anthony's here. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, first I was like, what are you like? What are you talking about? Was this during school or after? This was after gra- school. After graduation. This was, yeah, this was, this was okay. probably like 2011, like four or five years after graduation. Okay. But he went through a process, too, and I don't he say— played, He played football? Yeah, he, so he played football. Okay. He signed with the Chargers, but he left because— you know, personal situation. So I felt like all of that had something to do with, with, you know, his suicide, you know, you lose football, then you're going through personal things and, you know, he took his life. And, um, my promise to him was this is when rehab time became real for me. And like what I do, I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to dedicate my life to making sure like people like understand who they are, no matter what they lose or who they lose in their life, they can still move forward. And so that's why you hear a lot of my videos talking about like if someone leaves or, you know, removing the bad things from your life, because that's life, man. When you lose a relationship or you lose something, you kind of start to lose yourself. And so I want to make sure people know that just because you lose that, you don't have to lose your life with it. Did you always know that your parents were doing such a good job with you? Not, no, I didn't. When did you realize that? Probably college. Um, just, and then even professionally, like my mom and dad, like would always be there for me. Like it every game, but they weren't easy on you. 
Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, my mom, really my mom, my mom's like the, the, the warden out of the family, but my dad was, you know, my dad's super laid back and chill, but he's always just there. Like, I think I, my dad is more the person that's like going to let you find your way, you know, make mistakes. And he's a pastor. Did he tell you good job a lot? Yeah. He told me he was proud of me a lot. Okay. Proud of me. And they always planted that seed that. There's that balance, by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To have one parent offset the other and just to have you. Like you said, like doing that well in school as an athlete that's excelling and be able to continue that, like, yeah. you know, I, I understand and like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm assessing you without knowing you very well, but lo- looking at a lot of your stuff and understanding your story, and it's like you, you know, you hit rock bottom, but it, it, I, I get the idea you've always been the person who you are. I yeah. get the idea you've always been a motivational person to the people around you. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize that to like, you know, maybe the last few years when I look back over my life and just had recent conversations, like, people's like, you've always been this person. Like, I'm naturally, like, I'm not a guy that's like going to overtake a room. That's just not my personality. I'm really a laid back, chill guy. But when I'm talking about some passion, so even on the football field, when I'm passionate, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm motivating guys and they respond, right. you know, and I realized my whole life when I did speak, people responded, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah, it's definitely been there. So, okay, so you have your book, yeah, uh, The Greatest You, yep. that just came out. Yeah. Not your first book, but your first book, I think, like... Traditional on, published. Uh, okay. Yeah, real, yeah. Tell me about that process of writing that book. I, I, I wrote a book about my travels, shooting my shows and stuff like that. And that was, it was one of the most difficult things I've ever done. And I, 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 all I'm doing is sort of telling my story and researching a bit to sort of like help embellish some of those stories with facts and stuff like that. It was so difficult to write something like this. I mean, like what, what was the journey? When did it start? So it started in 2016. You know, I have to yeah. go back on emails and it was a long journey. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously it was my life story. And, uh, you know, I found, you know, Lou Aronica, uh, cause the co-writer with me. And so, uh, found a good person that I felt I could understand and put it in a form where, cause I'm a guy like I can, I love to write, mm-hmm. but I'm not a, a author as far as like long form and bringing a book together. So mm-hmm. he really helped bring the book together and we just had conversations, man. And, um, it was, it was tough because some of the conversations, like the suicide conversations or going back in memory lane, I knew that if I took people on a holistic journey, so when you read my book, it's not like one idea, Throughout the whole book, it's literally, you know, protect your peace. It's literally, you know, understanding what forgiveness is. It's literally like facing your your reality. So I take people on this holistic journey. And uh, the response that I'm getting is the response that I wanted to get when I wrote it. That means that you put it all out there. You can't hold back exactly. if you want to get that response. I, I had, I was telling you before the, the show, I had this surfer, uh, Zane Schweitzer. And he's, you know, he's 25. He's a young guy. And uh, how old are you? About 35? I'll be 35 in September. Okay. Yep. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way up, but I'm the first. Yeah. And, and he was just talking about some of his experiences and the things that he's gone through to transform himself. And he wrote a book, and I was reading his, his book that he gave me. Um, and he was sort of he, – he's like so honest about how stupid some of the stuff was or, or how transformative or what he was thinking at those times. And I think that that – when you get to that level of authenticity, of realness – then, then people have to sort of uh, accept what you're saying. They might not agree with it, but they have yeah. to accept it, and and they can't really judge it because you're just being completely honest. You know, I definitely agree with that. You know, one of my lo- quotes that I love to say is, "Your transparency leads to your transformation, and other people's transformation," mm-hmm. and it's freeing. Like when you, you know, social media has put us in this box to the perfection box. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like we all are in it. And the more you can get outside that box, I think it's freeing. Like, so being real, I always say being real makes you relatable. And I've known, noticed that with my story, um, or just even speaking, like the more honest I am, more transparent I am. Of course, I impact lives through that, but I also find my healing in that too. You know, so yeah. I put it all out there. So you're, you're in town right now for the Powerful You experience at the LA Convention Center. Mm-hmm. And, and in there, they have the rehab that corner, point. which you, which people can come and meet you. Yep. That. Exactly. Unfortunately, for the people listening to this, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's bad. But if People go to your website, they can find out where you're going to be. Yep. They have all your events and that kind of thing. So sure. we have time. Yep. Let's talk about what that is because yeah. that, that is that is your brand, right? I mean, that's what you've – okay. Yeah. And, w- and what is that? So rehab, if I was to put like a cool acronym, it's like renewing every heart and body. And okay. my definition of rehab, you know, a lot of people think when they see it, like my shirt says I need rehab. They think, you know, drugs, alcohol, and, and it could, whatever. But I, I tell everybody, we all have something we can rehab. And mm-hmm. my definition of that is putting a strength back into a weakness. And so that came from a sports perspective for me because I've been hurt before and I had to go to rehab. And rehab sucks, right? It's a process. But 
the process will make you stronger. Like I've been to rehab, I've hurt my ankle and then I focused on, you know, strengthening the small little tendons in my ankle. And then now my ankle is stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. And so I took that same uh, application to life and I want to do that. So mind, body and soul, fitness, you know, health, uh, spirituality, uh, mindset, I rehab every single day. And that's what it's about. And you do like a, like a six week course. Is that right? I have a few. I have a challenges. And so we do have a, a six weeks challenge. You go to trenchchallenge.com. Okay. And basically it's a free challenge. The one I have a commitment challenge and I have a spell that out. What's the website? Uh Trent's Challenge. Oh, Trent's Challenge. Okay, yep. got it. Okay. And uh, right now we have a love yourself challenge going on. And so basically I'm just trying to teach people what loving yourself is all about. Because a lot of us say it, but a lot of us don't approach it in a holistic form, you mm-hmm. know, from what do you put in your body to what do you, you know, p- having yourself around your environment. So yeah, it's free. So go check it out. And I had seen this interview that you did before where you listed basically like as a crash course right now for people listening who want to make a transformation. Uh, And you can break these each of these down. Taking control of your life. Yeah. So I'm big on responsibility. I mean, my tagline for rehab time is it all starts with you. And so that was something I told myself looking in the mirror because blame and complain. I call it the BC mindset. It will never get you anywhere. Even if somebody else is wrong, you know, you're giving that person or situation the power to control your life. So mm-hmm. as soon as you say it's on me, you know, it's it's my fault. I love to say that it's my fault. It gives me the permission to do something. So personal responsibility is big for me. It's funny. There's a road rage analogy in there, too. You know, people that like get cut off and they want to go f- follow the person and just like, yeah. what are you, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, we can, you know, take control. I say it with my wife all the time because she has, she has roar rage and she's like yelling. I'm just like, you know, they can't hear you, right? It's like only people are suffering the ones in the car. I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and meanwhile, that person's like, no lady, just driving along. Exactly. Has no like, idea. They can't hear you. <laughs> um, all right. So he, so this is a tougher one. Discovering your purpose. Yeah. So. I've been getting this question a lot. My whole life, and I'm sure you too, like we've been always taught, and I'm not saying this is wrong or right, but we've always been taught to find our purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think we search for it in the wrong places. We search for it in the world. And I think what we're really searching for when we say that is like, okay, the avenue or the placemark, the validation, like what's the thing, what's the dream I'm supposed to do to be successful? And I don't necessarily feel like purpose is a, a external thing. It's an internal gift. So let me break this down. I don't feel like football was my purpose. I thought it was, okay. but I lost it. And when I lost it, since I thought that was my purpose, I lost my life. And so even with rehab time now, I don't think it's my purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it's a placement. I believe I am purpose. I believe you are purpose. I believe when we're created as people, we are that purpose. And Mm -hmm. when you think like that, you literally can take your life anywhere through any avenue and have your life be used effectively. So I can go outside right now and live my purpose. I could go to a job and live my purpose. And so it's not the placements. And a lot of us, we search for those things. And rehab time happens to be the placement that my purpose is used most effectively. If you weren't doing this, uh, what job would you be happy doing? What nine to five would you be happy doing? You know, that's crazy because I've never even thought like nine to five my right, whole life. Right. But you've never had one, never will. Never have. <laughs> I mean, I, I did like 20. I was a trainer, but I mean, that was kind of still on my own terms. Uh, it would have that's to. That's OK. No, that could be that could be a nine to five, but I'll challenge you yeah. and, make, and make it not one if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say it had to be like something dealing with either sports. But people. Yeah, people. It had to be something with, with people, but it, it would have to be in a form of what I do now. So even if it was like sports, I would want to do something to, you know, uh, help athletes, mm-hmm. you know, be able to, once their sport is over, to help them. So maybe it's like therapy or, or counselor. I mean, sports you know? psychology is what you're talking about. Exactly. It, it's, it may not be labeled that, but I mean, yeah. all of this kind of stuff can, can be applied to it. It's funny when you talk about discover your purpose, you also talk about uh, something that I've, I've seen you talk about before is the whole social media. Yeah. And then people talking to you. You know what? I'm going to get to that in a second because that's a pretty amazing thing. Cool. I, I think people need to understand this, that you have um, a lot of social media followers in the millions yeah. of people. And people are always asking you, how did you get to that? Yeah. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to, so we'll get to that in a second because it's good. Um, eliminating ne- negativity. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. It's just, I mean, the best way I can put this is. I like to look at every connection I have in my life as as a bridge. And it's in my book. It's chapter, I think, four called Burning Bridges. And a lot of people say don't burn bridges. And I agree, like, to an extent. But I feel like there are some bridges in your life that need to be burned, that have to be burned, mm-hmm. because it leads you back to destruction, pain. By the way, when you, you're talking about negativity, you're, you're talking about people. Because it can't be items, I don't think. It's got to be, like, yeah, right? Oh, it, it, it could be – it just – 
whatever, even habits. Right. It's not always people. Right. I mean, okay. most most of the times it is people, but sometimes it's your environment, whatever that is. Sometimes it is. It can be a materialistic thing that's tearing your life apart. It can be Got a it. drug or whatever. Oh, right. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, but a lot of times it is people. And if they're leading you back to a place of destruction, and I want to be clear, it doesn't mean that sometimes we think, oh, this person has to be, they're a bad person. No, like they can be a great person, but just not great for your life at that, at mm-hmm. that season. Mm-hmm. So if I'm around people who don't hold me accountable, if I can't look at your life and be inspired some way, like to be inspired to be a better dad or to be a better entrepreneur or whatever, then I know that being around you consistently is not going to help my life. Yeah, And so I'll limit my connections with you. I'll still love you. I'll still support you. I'll be there if you need me to, but I can't be around you consistently because mindsets are contagious. And so I would tell people one, one strategy they can do it. Listening, check your text messages threads and see what, what you and your friends are talking about, mm-hmm. you know, on a consistent basis. So, I mean, you can have friends that talk about, you know, funny stuff. I have that, but if all our conversations are just stuff that doesn't lead me forward at all, right. I'm going to limit my conversations. Yeah. and I want to have more growth conversations with people. I mean, I I've, I've physically eliminated. No, that sounds like I killed somebody. Yeah, I didn't do that. Like, I didn't do that. <laughs> Don't cross me, man. Um, like I have cut people off that um, that were uh, not not specifically not helping, but hurting. Just yeah. people that were like a drain and stuff like that. Um, all dudes, like all all friends of mine, whatever. Well, I mean, girls too, I guess, whatever. But but like you know, this as far as like friendship relationships, and but the thing that I never did was I never told them that I was doing it. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't know if that's the if that's the good way to go about it or the bad way about it. So that's why I like I'm not burning a bridge. I don't know why. I also don't want to hurt your feelings. Right. But like you know, I just some people are just like so draining. You just don't understand whenever you, whenever we have contact, it's just, it's, it's to like complain about something that you have control over or to complain about me or complain about someone, you know, something. And just like, it's, it's just like this cyclical thing where the person just needs to change. Have you ever done landmark forum? Do you know, do you know it? Mm -hmm. So landmark forum is like a, like a weekend course. You go in there and sort of just like this kind of stuff, you sort of figure out whatever. And so I've just like, for two of those friends, I've like, I've bought it for them. And they and they haven't gone. Of course. Like, and 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 it's so funny. Any, anyone who's heard of it, some people are like, "Oh, it's a cult," you know, just whatever. Like, and I'm like, "No, man. I mean, I went and did it. My mom made me do it. She went and bought it for me because I'm like, I can't spend a whole weekend. I got stuff to do. Whatever. She's like, No, you're gonna go do it. I'm like, All right. So I went and did it, and I had this transformation that I, you know, and it's it's funny. One of the things you you learn is this all this vocabulary that you that you are getting used to. Right. Is some people need to understand what those things mean and whatever enabling people, transforming, that kind of thing. But I walked out of there with a transformation that I didn't think I was going in there for. And I haven't shared this with any listeners before, but like, um, and this is, and this is why I was afraid of having you on. Cause I knew I was going to open up, but like, I thought I was going in there for more of a professional thing, like getting my career on track. And then I just realized the whole point of the whole thing of me being there was to forgive my dad who had passed away 10 years before I had never forgiven him. I never like appreciated him because he was such a hard ass. I never understood why. I thought he did it because he hated me. Right. But it was the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so anyway, I just thought, you know, this this kind of stuff reminds me of that. And I, and, and I went back there and did it a few years later, maybe 10 years ago, um, just as a refresher, just for a weekend. And, like, people are like, oh, it's a cult. I'm like, I don't know what a cult is, but I don't think a cult is a place you can show up yeah. every 10 years when you want and not pay anything, you know, not pay yeah. your dues, whatever. But um, – but anyway, so I like this kind of stuff, but but this kind of stuff affects me as well, like the stuff that you do and you're talking about. And even watching – so now I'm following you on all of the social media and, you know, I I want a, a jolt of sort of like – I don't know what you'd call that, just a sort of looking in, in introspection or whatever it is yeah. and look inside myself and like realize that like things that I'm complaining about, I can actually like make a change. But anyway, I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking too much. Uh, for, practice forgiveness. That's one of your other ones. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just like what you said with your father. It's, it's important because this is the way I look at forgiveness. There's different ways to, to learn how to forgive and forgiveness is hard. Like, I mean, even right now, there's probably people in my life that I probably haven't fully forgave. But the thing is when you don't forgive, it's like you give that person the power to still control your life, right? Mm-hmm. It's still there. It's like carrying an emotional weight. And I always, you know, say like, I love to hike. And I'm like, I wouldn't go hiking with extra weight, you know, unless I'm right. just trying to get a great workout, but right. I'll let that work weight go. Right. And in life, it's kind of like the same mountain. Life is a mountain and you're carrying all this weight and you're letting the person that, you know, maybe hurt your past, you know, they're starting to control your future. I mean, there's times where 
literally I've been messed over in business a lot where I didn't want to trust nobody else. Right. And so I was now not accepting good opportunities because I'm thinking everybody's like this person. Right. So I had to forgive them to free me. So forgiveness is for you. And I think once you understand that, it makes it easier to forgive. And also understanding this, even when it comes to like parenting and um, or even relationships, mm-hmm. I'm not excusing anybody's behavior, but I can, when I talk to kids nine times out of 10 times, really 10 out of 10 times, if they have situations with their parents, it's because their parents had situations with their parents. It's yeah. cycles, yeah. you know? And yeah. so when you understand, you're like, oh man, this person really never had a chance because mm-hmm. what they were raised in. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a lot easier to understand, to be able to get that forgiveness. Yeah. And you talk about, um, you know, controlling other people's loyalty. You can't control it. Not at all. I think that's what you're talking about. You're like, yeah. you just, you give them everything and then they uh, take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, Everybody's whatever. not going to have a heart like you. You can... There's no amount of perfection you can provide someone mm-hmm. if they're committed to misunderstanding you or not being loyal. You know, and so my thing is, I trust people for who they are, and I think it works out better like that mm-hmm. because sometimes we give people uh, titles and positions that they they don't don't they don't deserve. We want somebody to be something in our life that they're not ready to become, and that's an unfair expectation to put on that person. You're saying like putting a title of like not a but like a best friend or someone. Yeah, you're just you've like you get to a point where you're letting that person into your life. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's like, so if somebody, if I know somebody's a liar, right, mm-hmm. I'm not going to expect them to tell me the truth. Or if I know somebody's a thief, I'm not going to let you in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just how it is. I love you for who you are. So I just won't trust you to be in my house or I won't trust you to tell me the truth or I won't trust you to be loyal. And it yeah. just, I don't put it unfair expectations on people. And then I guess it's sort of like, you know, pain, pain is power. Yeah. And we've, you've covered it all, but I mean, what, what does that, what does that mean? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, if you take just from a standpoint of physical activity, I think it's the best way to put it. Like, there's no way you get stronger without putting yourself through struggle. Sure. There's no way. Sure. And I always say the foundation for pain is strength. So from a physical standpoint, you understand that. And then also in your journey, I think um, it makes it easier to, I wouldn't say get over your past, but understand your past had a purpose or that pain had a purpose. Because, I mean, you see somebody, my mom's battling cancer. So my mom will be an advocate to help people get through that cancer. Mm-hmm. Or you see somebody who was abandoned as a kid and they want to, you know, stop that. Or like me, I went through my self-worth thing and I want to make sure people don't feel like that. And so that's how you turn your pain into power. You make pain that you went through your best friend instead of an enemy. And we all can do that because there's no person that's a, I wouldn't even say expert that, you know, um, that's doing something at a high level that's never went through what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you, I would rather, I would rather you hike the trail and give me the map than you tell me how to get somewhere you've never been. So you've been through it so you can help other people get through it. That's deep. (laughs) I mean, it's like, so it's, it's, it's accepting your pain. We're not accepting it, but, but acknowledging your pain and understanding how you can move past it. Not necessarily like finding pain to become powerful. Yeah. No, you shouldn't just put yourself in situations (laughs) on purpose. That's a bit all the time. But but like that's, but that's the thing with like, okay, for example, let's say those friends that I, I have cut off that I, that they don't know they've been cut off. Yeah. Like, am I avoiding the pain? I don't know why. I don't know if I'm trying to like keep that door open for some other reason or giving them an opportunity to change or whatever, or, or, or am I avoiding the pain of dealing with having that conversation that I don't Probably. want to Probably. I mean, most with. times we don't have that conversation because we don't know how it's going to go, you know, and yeah. you might hurt their feelings or whatever. But I've, I've had to do that with my friends. You know, I've had friends where I never had the conversation. I just kind of allow the door to close by itself. Then I had conversations like, hey, man, like, no disrespect, like... I'm trying to go here. Mm-hmm. And so this is the thing. Like, if you want to go here with me, let's go. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not stopping. I'm not slowing down with my life because especially at the time when I had my son, I said, my son is my priority. Mm-hmm. And I had to set a, a great path for him. And they understood that. Some people changed. Some people didn't. But, you know, what's crazy was that now majority of my friends that didn't change are now changing, are now growing. They're yeah. seeing my life. And so sometimes it takes you like stepping out to say, all right, I'm going to go ahead and start this and it hopefully influence you by the results that I get from changing my life. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I had a a, a friend who was going, his parents were going through divorce and I just was like, you know, like he's one of my best friends. Like if you want to talk, if you want to talk to me about it, talk to me about it. I never even said that. I was just like, I think he knows. And then he basically like, you know, like two years later was like, I've never forgiven you about not, asking me about how I was doing or helping me. I'm like, whoa, dude, come on, man. You, yeah. you got to communicate with me. Like yeah. when I, my father, when he passed away, I didn't, that's the last thing I wanted people to do was to bring it up. 
so that I had to like re- be reminded of it. Like I'd rather just not. And if I want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. You know what I mean? And I think that's sort of that whole thing. You, you never heard of Merv Griffin? Name sounds right. So Merv Griffin created Wheel of Fortune and uh, Jeopardy and a bunch of these things. And he was at one point the most wealthy entertainer on the planet. Wow. I think he was a billionaire. And and I actually knew his, his son. His son directed something that I had done years ago. And when his father passed away, I just sort of, you know, had my thoughts about it and I felt bad, whatever. And then his son called me. I wasn't home. Left a message yelling at me. Everyone I know has called me to tell me that they're, you know, how sorry they are about dad and share some stories except for you. You're the only person that didn't call. And I think that really sucks, man. And like left that as a message. And I was just like, that's so strange. Yeah. It's a really weird message to get because I was just like held them up and said the same thing. Like, hey, man, when I was in that, when I was dealing with that, like, you know, I'm your friend. I'm here. But like, if, if, if you want to talk to me, talk to me, but I'm not going to call you to like. Because why? What am I doing? Am I trying Overwhelm to you. yeah? Yeah, or am I trying to get it off my chest to put it on yours? I yeah. don't know. It's always that thing where, like, especially with social media and stuff, some someone hears a horrible story and like the first thing they need to do is tell you, yeah, because because then that gets it off their chest and not yours. And I hate those. Anyway, um, all right. So in your videos, you have uh, you have over a billion views yeah. of your videos, and you have millions of followers. I didn't even. What is it like on Facebook? It's like ten million. Or ten something? million. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and this is you like sharing these, these messages and, and what is it that you think besides the fact that you're a cool guy and you have a cool story and you're sharing these messages, what is it that you think that, that makes these people want to gravitate towards you? I'm trying to think of a cool way to put it, but I I think just being real, um, and just being relatable. Like I understand, you know, when I make a video, I don't think about I'm talking to 10 million people. I literally sit there and think about, you know, even when I'm looking in the camera, I'm like, this one person that's going through this, this one person that has lost a friend, you know, a friend did them wrong. And I need to let them know that it's okay. I need to let them know that there's, you know, you're going to lose people in your journey. And I feel that because it's things that I went through myself. And so I tap into that and I think they feel that energy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the connection that it makes a connection. And I feel people are connected to it. And, um, you know, that's the thing that I get a lot. Cause I, I ask that question a lot. Like, why do you guys watch my videos or what is it? Yeah. Cause I like to know, I call it your magnet. Like what's the magnet that pulls people. And it's always, you're real, you're transparent. It's like, you understand my life, which I don't, I just understand struggle and I'm not afraid to talk about it. Yeah. You know? And when you give those messages that are what, like maybe they could either be four minutes, they could be 10 minutes long. Yeah. You do such a good job of staying on topic. Yeah. I said this to you before we yeah. started recording. I'm like, are, do yeah. you like outline it? Yeah. Or you just have something in your brain that like a lot of times it looks like you are out taking a run or yeah. a hike or something like that. You still have your headphones in. Yeah. You're away from people. You're not like your house. And like, it, have you spent the time on in my mind in your mind like yeah, yeah for reflecting sure. on it yeah for sure I, i've been doing it so long you know certain topics is just there and then right. I, and, and being transparent like sometimes it's you know four or five takes you know sometimes it's one take like uh-huh. shane could tell you he probably has clips of me whatever but i i just think about that person like i said i'm not trying to be perfect in the message right i'm like i'm just thinking about that person that really really needs this and i make sure like while i'm in a run it's just like that's my that's my space where mm-hmm. I just feel most creative and most focused. So that's why you always see me doing videos when I'm out in nature somewhere. And you know, like, like, so we, we kind of covered like one of the things about, well, no, maybe not really. Like people ask how they can get, how can, how can I get to a million followers? All right, yeah. fine. Here, all right. This is me saying it. <laughs> yeah. How can I get to a million followers? I got like on, on Instagram, I got like 74,000. Right. Which is more than my mom. But, you know, but like, how how can I, and I don't know how much of that you've seen, but what would your advice be to me not knowing it or, or anyone listening that wants more followers? Yeah. So let me, can I pull out my phone real quick? Yeah, sure. I actually have a, a method that I wrote out. All right. Now I'm scared. <laughs> and like, of course there's, there's strategy. Like, and I, and I could talk strategy all day. Like, Hey, like, you know, the titles in your videos, you know, like, I mean the, the little things like my, I'm big on my titles and mm-hmm. I let my community make my titles. Right. I'll pick it out. And how do you, you know, do that? Like I have a Facebook group and okay. so are my inner circle, my coaching group. And I say, Hey, like, this is the video. What would, what would, should, what should I, t- what would make you stop? And so the first time we tried this, um, like was everybody isn't your friend. That's my vid- biggest video. I think it's like 150 million views on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And the title I wanted for the video 
was something was the last thing that they cho- chose. Huh. And they said, everybody isn't your friend. And it was overwhelming. So I said, cool. I put it out there and it's my biggest video yet. The when ti- I saw that title, I clicked on it and I watched it. There so, you go. Because yeah. you're in a social media world where, and we're getting strategic, but we're, we're, you're in a social media world where there's so much traffic. And so like, what's going to make someone stop, mm-hmm. right? For one. And then you probably have five seconds, six seconds to keep them there. So I'm very particular, like as real as I can put it, everybody isn't your friend. And I make sure that next line that I say is super, like real situations expose fake, fake people. Got it. To get people there to, to gravitate, especially people who don't know me. Right. So, I mean, those are like tactics that, I mean, we could talk all day about Wait, but that. But it's, it's like you have to get that message out. You need to get the intention out quickly to hook people into Big what time. you're saying. Because, because you have... You know, honestly, when when it's when it started, I remember the rule was, believe it or not, thirty seven seconds. You had thirty seven yeah. seconds to hook somebody. Now it's like what five, five, three to I mean, se- three quick. to seven seconds. It's you know, super quick. It's super quick. So um, I broke down the word impact because I think that's the most important thing. I think strategy and tactics are great. Right. By the way, but, I almost started taking notes and I forgot that we're recording. Right. This, so. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So I broke down the word impact so people could always remember. So the I is intention, right? And I always say, make sure your intention is right. Like some people come into it and say, okay, I want to do this to get a million followers. That was never my intention. Mm-hmm. My intention was I want to impact the life. Yeah. And I know that might seem like, I don't know, super backwards for some people, but you know, what's the, a lot of people have the external motivation, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're, my views and likes, that was never my thing. I want to impact the life. So I mean, that is, it's, it, it is, it is a world right now. Like, based off of judgment that is just beyond anything that I think our brains have been wired for oh, yeah. for th- thousands of years that now be able to put something out there and, and have been basically you want them to like it, but what they're doing is judging it and approving or disapproving with like an up or down. It's, it's a crazy. You have to work from a place where you love it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You got to, and then yeah. make them like it. That's the case. Like, I mean, when I first started my videos and the way I was doing it, it wasn't really too many people like doing that type of style, but it was like, this is what I want to do. I love doing this. So I want to impact life. And so mm-hmm. intention is big. So you got to check your intention um, and make sure it's in a pure place that the second, the M is magnet. And we kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your if factor? Like if I came to your page, what would it be about you that, that I gravitate to? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I always say like your page identity um, for me, I always say, when you think of self-worth, I want you to think of Trent. Mm-hmm. And so that's my page. I talk a lot about you know business stuff. I could talk about that, but people aren't there for that for me. They're there for self-worth. They're mm-hmm. there for, you know, if I'm going through something, I want people to be like, like think about Trent. Like every time I'm in the airport, I'd be like, oh, you're the guy that helps people get through stuff, right? By, by showing your own vulnerability. Big time. So what's your magnet? How you find it out? Ask people. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you know yours. And then you dial in on that. So mine is just being real and transparent. So I know that's what people want from me. Mm-hmm. And I just make sure I bring that from a pure place all the time. Hmm. Um, people the, want me to be drunk all the time. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, would, yeah. I can't bring that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then P, um, the P is for is for power. And that creates connection. And so uh, it has to be real for you. And so for me, I don't talk about things that aren't real for me. Or haven't been through, or I'm going through, or I know somebody that's been through it. And if it's not real, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel it creates a disconnect. And most people can feel that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I see with a lot of people, especially coming into this space as influencers or motivational speakers, they're trying too hard to be motivational. They, like they're trying to be, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, no, motivate yourself, make it real for you. You go live it, breathe it, be it. And I promise you, when you do that, people will feel that belief. Like you can tell when somebody wholeheartedly believes in something and people can believe, feel that and it'll be like, uh, tran- it, it'll transcend to them, mm-hmm. right? And they'll believe in it too. So uh, power is for, peace for power. A is for activity. Um, just got to be, I would say movement creates influence. Mm-hmm. No action, no impact. Consistency is everything, you know, period. Like I've been consistent. People don't realize I've been doing this for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not an overnight success. So consistency and being consistent in your message and in your purpose is very big. Um, that was actually the C, uh, A and C. And then the T is just transparency, which we talked about. Transparency makes you relatable. It makes you real. Mm-hmm. Like we live in a time now where I feel like more people are starting to understand that. And when people can relate to you and say, oh, like, like I, I don't know, growing up for me, even in church or like it'd be a pastor or somebody talking or a perf- I can't relate to perfection. Like I'm like, I can never be that. Oh, but oh, you go through this struggle too. Oh, you deal with that? Okay, I'm not alone. And so that just makes it bigger. And I think that's one of the things that um, I do well that took me a while to get to that place because I was 
was afraid of being judged like everybody else. But I said, you know what? I'm going to take the, you seen eight mile, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take the rabbit approach right. and just put myself out there. Yeah. And then if you want to use it against me, I already talked Nothing about it. Nothing to judge. It. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You're not like a, pre- you don't preach in church, right? No. But, I, I speak in churches though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean that you, what you're doing is, 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 is that. I yeah. think in a really in a really nice and, and positive way, and like I, I you know like I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I think I have been the whole time. Like I was a little intimidated having you come in here because I just knew that I know what you're about um, in in a very good way. Like I knew what this, I had an idea of what this was going to be about. Yeah, you know, and 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 sort of just honesty. Honesty is like. Go back to that whole pain. The pain is power thing. You know, honesty is a very painful thing because yeah. when you put yourself out there with honesty, I think you think you're opening yourself up to judgment. But maybe if you're being authentic and you're tra- being transparent, maybe that maybe the judgment, maybe it's judgment free because everyone can relate on some big level. time, big time. And even the people that are judging you, it's always helped me. The people you're trying to be perfect for are imperfect. All right. Like, think about that. You're right. trying to be perfect for imperfect people. And people are judging you. They just haven't been able to deal with themselves. And so what they do is instead of look themselves in the mirror, they want to, you know, use their pain to bring other pain on people. So even when people judge me today on social media, I don't take it personal anymore because I understand it. I'm like, oh, you just haven't dealt with your stuff. Because yeah. if you're a real human being and a caring human being, you're not going to kick somebody while they're down. You know, I just can't even stand that. Right. What's going on social media. Somebody right. does something and everybody wants to grab onto it and tear that person down. It's like, that's the easy way. Why don't you help that person up? Yeah. And so that's what I'm about. Yeah. Or, or just not be part of. Yeah, exactly. Or just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or don't put yeah. in your two cents. Yeah, like right. worry about your own life. Yeah. Right. You know? Sure. Um, all right. Last question. Uh, you have some really cool t-shirts. Yeah. Are these your shirts? Yeah. And where can people get those? So shoprehabtime.com. Um, yeah, we have a lot, man, from never settle to it all starts with you. So, yeah, any saying that we that I try to say, I'll uh, put it on shirts. They're and, really cool. Like, no, they're, I mean, like, yeah. I, was, I was going through, I'm like, oh, I'd wear that one. I'd wear that one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these must be him. I'll His. send you some too, for sure. That's awesome. All right, so shoprehabtime.com. Yep. And then your your website, is it? Trentshelton.com. Trent, okay. Is there a store link on there? Uh, it should be. To, for your T-shirts? Yeah, maybe I'm stupid. I didn't see it. But. Yeah, we're actually. Well, I know the the revamp, which launched like in a week. Okay, has it for okay. sure. Yeah, I want to be. Uh, I'm happy that you're sending them to me. But if you didn't, I was I would have bought them if the shop sure. was big enough. So make <laughs> yeah. it bigger. Uh, all right. So so go to trentshelton.com and then from there they can get your book. Uh, they can follow you on social media, uh, YouTube, and everything, and just get these nice doses of of I think reality and transparency. So. This has been great, man. It's been so nice meeting you. Thank you for coming to my house and, and sharing this with me. I feel like I've gotten like a free session out of it. So man, I appreciate and you. And everyone so who's man. listening, the same thing. Awesome. I appreciate you, brother. Cheers, man. We'll be back in a moment with more Zane's World. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! The internet has changed, so should the way you bank. PNC Virtual Wallet for Digital Banking. It's time for a change. Now through December 31st, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit and make 10 qualifying purchases with a PNC Visa debit card. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash earn offer. PNC Bank. Make today the day. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa International Service Association and is used under license. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors who bring our podcast to you free every week, specifically True Car and Pluto TV. Please support them because they support us. Find out more about our sponsors in the podcast description of this week's episode. Welcome back to Zane's World. Dude, that guy is game changer for me. I yeah. just followed him. I am. I mean, this guy's going to really help me push through. He's going to. I, push, you know what? He's going to be the up, reason buddy. that my bloody Mary mix becomes. Oh, so okay. His oh, transition. Awesome. So excited. But listen, right now. that's the thing. Like, you can take what he's saying and you can apply it to your professional, your your, your personal life. But you can also take all those things and apply them to your business, your 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 is like you know your your business life and, and everything you're doing as well. It's not it's just like your the entire, friends, entirety and of life. 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. what he says resonates in all areas. Yeah. But Fresh he's outlook so and, amazing. And, and oh, extremely like, motivating. Wait, hold on. You guys no. are both talking. Oh, wait, Mel, you finish. No, and then... I'm just saying like he kind of makes you feel like, oh, shit. What am I complaining about? You know, like yeah. get your shit together. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And Steve, what's, what's your take? I mean, just totally just put things in perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, just stop whining about the little stuff and, and get your, get your, uh, get your life together. Yeah. This get, is, get your shit this, in is order. this is, this is, this is Steve's motivational. I would, yeah. I would subscribe. And I think a lot of listeners would as well to a program, uh, whether it's on social media, or wherever it's every day, Steve gives you his like pearl of wisdom. <laughs> That's that it. would be amazing. One in ten, I'm good. That would well, you already did yours, hopefully for today. But like, that's something yeah. I would love to watch because anytime you, he would surprise you. I'm trying to be not. <laughs> I'm not trying not to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you have so this long. Surprise until, until, oh yeah. God, why? Are, How are you going to do? Why? Why don't I have any friends? All right, um, like Steve, sit, hit me with the bloody Mary. You know, and I guess this is this, this thing. And then Melon, you and I talked about this today. Oh God, here we go. No, we talked about this yesterday. Okay. Because I went and did a, a podcast and uh, with some, with some really cool guys, and I thought they could change a few things and really resonate. And you're telling <laughs> Mel's advice to me is like, stop trying to help people and just go and be there and be present and whatever. Like not everybody you meet wants your help. They don't always want to hear that something can be changed or adjusted. Steve, stop texting us. Mel's <laughs> talking. I don't know. No, Mel's I really, t- I really I want to know what's important. I want to show you something. Oh my oh, God. Don't text Erica. She's not here. He sent us the Bloody Mary mix. Oh, nice. So cute. Got a new packaging. My big Dracula face oh, on no, it. Oh, no, I'm going to say... Bless you. Um, Bless you. All right. So, so Steve, uh, is this is this full? Is it is this the final mix in the final packaging? Well, that's one of our prototype, you know, test batches, but we're, we're getting closer. We've got some really exciting stuff, you know, getting ready, ready to pop. And yeah. We're, uh, we're like I'm not really even looking forward I'm not to even on the shelves. I'm not going to even bug Steve right now about how often he says, you know, I'm just going to like roll with it. I'm going to be cool Zane. Dude, I'm so nervous and excited about this. I've never done anything like this before, yeah. but I've got, you know, great, great team around me that's really coaching me in the yeah. right direction and getting this thing. It's it's really before it's, we say the name, did, did, you, the did you get the website? Yeah. Thefixmix.com. Thefixmix.com? Thefixmix.com. Oh, not, not FixMix. So you didn't have it to pay it. It was $2. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Frugal Steve stepped right in and made that call. <laughs> the Fix Mix. All right, good. So so if I go, I'm going to go there right now and just kind of see what you guys are working we got on. We've the Fix Mix on Instagram. we got the Fix Mix on, on Twitter. Yeah, fix I'm going to go there and see this guy. we got Fix Mix everywhere. <laughs> so, so, like, if so, I go to the website, it says. 404 error, error, file not found. Uh, God, so, it's so hard to not be a dick. Uh, so are you trying fi- fix mix or the fix mix? Sorry. The, the fix, fix mix. mix. Okay. So Instagram.com uh, slash the, the right now, if you will. fix mix. Go there. Oh, I see. And it says no, no pictures. The fix no, mix. no pictures. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm going to follow it. You got you got five followers. Listen, Mel, you got six we're followers. We're getting it together. That's, that's great. really exciting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in Las Vegas at a trade show in the fall. Um, it's uh, gonna be me. Hey, a lot of- hey, hey, hey! Spoiler alert! Don't don't tell us what happens. What do you mean? Whoa, I don't tell. Between now, between now and the fall, that's a long ways to go, bro. Especially after uh, listening to Mr. Shelton's motivational speech, my goal is okay. to get this on every shelf in America. You're gonna be, every you're shelf. be able to get it, Mel. Every single brick and mortar store, every, every shelf. liquor store, every Walmart, every Sam's Club, every Costco. It's gonna be there. You're gonna love it. Ford, General Electric, Netflix. Yeah. Um. So, uh, okay, Steve. Hey, I only wish you the best of work. Best of best of work. I don't best know. Work? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, Thanks, I'll, I'll see how it goes. Send me. Please send me a sample. Or no, no, no. Bring it to. Well, yeah, because it's a it's a ways between now and New Orleans. I was gonna say like bring bring, bring us it some. New Orleans. You'll she bring definitely it. Definitely have like business cards. Well, here's the oh. thing. Steve, that's that's yep. two, that's like uh, just under two months from now, so yeah. so that gives you two months. So you can actually sh- you're going to be on Nightcap. We can be sitting there drinking your Bloody Mary mix. You we need have to gallons make- of that stuff. We're going to be doing you know keg stands out of the pouch. That doesn't make any sense. It's amazing. One point seven five liter pouch. Okay, There's nothing go. like it. You can play football with this thing. It's like indestructible. It's got a tap on the front of it. Wait, how I big mean, is that? Is like, how much does that weigh? Two it pounds. Like what, two pounds. Five five pounds. Five pounds. Or four, four pounds. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it's kind of heavy. Like, it's, is it the size of like a shoebox? Yeah. yeah. That looks about right. A little bit bigger. Yeah, I guess that's about right. Well, Steve has yeah. little, little shoes. 
Trent Shelton. Trent Shelton's going to be bigger. That's exactly right. Uh, I was going to say you should bring some with you, but that I, wouldn't be convenient. I, will, I went. But listen, if you, can ship you see it out. the package, you're going to be like, "Wow!" Speaking I've of, never seen anything speaking like this before, of, and I want it. Speaking of packaging, speaking of your, of your packages, two things. Have you watched Catch Twenty Two on Hulu? That's that show? Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm looking for a binger. No, that's it, it's 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 six episodes, so it goes six. it goes by really quick, but George Clooney produced it, directs a bunch of them. He's in a few of them. It's 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 absolutely worth watching. It's it's I it, watch it. It's a good movie. If it was a movie, it'd be a good movie. So and it's even better as a show. So um I went and met these guys the other day that make uh um a nicotine uh gum, you know? For like you don't smoke right now, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't say that because you never know, Steve. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, so anyway, did you ever try nicotine gum, Nicorette, whatever? Uh, I did. I did back in the day and it would just kind of gag me. I couldn't so, chew it. You know, it's so – so it's funny that you say that. So these guys actually make it in mint, cinnamon, and fruit. And I, I met with them. I had drinks with them actually last night. And they uh, they gave me some – I don't I – don't, I'm not a smoker. But like just to try the gum. And it's like – it's amazing. So anyway, if anyone out there really? is a smoker, stop smoking. There are studies that show that it's bad for you. Um, wow. So go to Lucy, L-U-C-Y dot co dot C-O and get yourself some of this gum. It's it's It tastes great. I mean like I just chewed it as a – just – as a you know for just, fun for fun yeah just to see what it would do Did you get like a nicotine buzz i mean maybe a little one maybe a little one i i i only took a half of it i took a half twice because i didn't know how much how it was going to affect me i didn't know but um yeah but it tasted really good and like i don't know i guess it's got like i guess it gives you like energy and stuff like that so um Ooh, send me some n- no why why? I don't know. Sounds cool. <laughs> well, I guess I'll bring some to New Orleans or something like that. So, uh, all right, Steve. God, that's all we need. Yeah, listen. So, uh, thank you very much for joining us on today's episode of Zane's World. Uh, Mel, well, Yo. you have a podcast coming up. We'll talk about that soon. Yours is going to be yours is going to be launching very soon, which I'm very excited about. And Steve, let's give out your email I, address. I, I'm it's just... Steve McKenna with a D at the end. Steve McKenna at gmail.com. If you want to hit, hit Steve up, chat with him about his Bloody Mary, whatever you want, um, just hit him up. He's always available. Seriously, I'm waiting for you. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Hey everyone, I'm Shep Rose from Southern Charm and I'm happy to announce my new podcast called Enough About Me with Shepard Rose from Podcast One. I'm starting a podcast because I feel like I have a lot to say. I have a lot of friends that are a lot of fun to talk to, and I'm going to talk about what's ever on my mind. I know it sounds wide-sweeping, but that's sort of the point. So download new episodes of Enough About Me with Shepard Rose only on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! The internet has changed, so should the way you bank. PNC Virtual Wallet for Digital Banking. It's time for a change. Now through December 31st, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit and make 10 qualifying purchases with a PNC Visa debit card. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash earn offer. PNC Bank. Make today the day. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa International Service Association and is used under license. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC.